Hey guys, and welcome back to Big Black Girl's Small Kink World. This is your girl, Misi, and I have a great episode for you today. It's all about me and me and my friend, Miss Melanie, and us being sacrilegious or, you know, just people who used to be or had been uh, or are into religious things and also being kinky. Um, I wanted to add a little disclaimer. Um, This is not a podcast that shits on any religion. Um, I believe that even though religion can be used to control humans uh, in a lot of different ways by the wrong people, that religion is a very positive thing and it can be religion and spirituality, however you choose to, you know, to use those uh, use those things in your life is up to you. And though my religious journey has ended and my spiritual journey has begun, has begun, it doesn't mean that your religious journey is any less valid. Um, and though I do have my own, you know, misgivings with Christianity, Catholicism, and Abrahamic religions in general, that does not mean that I do not respect those people or those religions or encourage any hate towards those people. It just means that we have a difference in identity and a difference in how we all should live. And that's that's fine. I'm not infringing on anybody's rights. So I just wanted to put that disclaimer out there. Um, while I introduce you to my lovely friend, um, Miss Melanie is also a part, which I will mention again at the end, but she's also a part of a different podcast. And the podcast is called Two and a Possible. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spod- uh, Spotify, and anywhere you can hear a podcast. It's basically her and uh, another black uh, millennial talking about. Um, movies, shows, you know, reviews of things, and also um, pop culture and what's happening in the world. So check her out and, you know, stay tuned. We have a lot of fun to talk about, some blasphemy, some submission, you know, all kinds of things, but always within healthy boundaries. Um, so thank you guys for joining and uh, I hope you enjoy the episode. Here we go. Hello. Hi, Miss Melanie. How are you? I am well. How are you? I'm doing great. Welcome to Big Black Girls Small Kink World. I'm really excited to have you on. We're going to talk about some fun things today. I think so. <laughs> okay, well, let's um, let's kick it off. Uh, Miss Melanie, we're here to talk about religion and kink. And I have um, some questions for you since you are... Well, well, how do you identify? Let's go ahead and just put that out there right now. Uh, well, what side would you like me to to, to classify first? <laughs> would you like me to, to start with my religious background or how I... Yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah. So I, um, I was raised... Well, I say I was um, baptized uh, or christened uh, Episcopalian. Um, so that's the Anglican church. Um, I was raised in a Baptist church. Um, so that's where I spent most of my upbringing. Um, I've studied most of the major uh, religions, um, but I center myself. I say non-denominational Christian, um, but I currently still go to the church that I was raised in. Um, uh, but I definitely uh, don't subscribe to one specific denomination, but definitely Christian. Um, I just, I feel like the Baptist church has all the most of the tenets that I agree with, but I don't, um, I'm not strictly Baptist. Okay. Okay. And I guess there are, there are, I mean, you've mentioned at least three different kinds of Christian. So like, what would the differences, I mean, if it's, if you can sum it up quickly, like what's the difference between the Baptist church and then being a non-denominational Christian? Yeah. So I think that there are like certain tenets that a lot of the denominations have that separate them, like uh, b- difference between being a Lutheran or a Pentecostal and believing in certain um, things. Like, so for the Baptist church, uh, they believe that you have to be baptized um, in order to be, um, once you accept Jesus Christ as your savior. Um, and I think that th- I do believe in that, but I think that there are um, other ways that you can. Um, and I don't think you have to go through that specific process. And so being non-denominational means that I feel like uh, if you are uh, reading the Bible and interpreting it in the way that you uh, 
can and following the Trinity and understanding uh, and, and using your own understanding to, um, I guess, process how you have a relationship with God, then I think you're you're doing the right thing. Okay, that's really interesting because I was raised Jehovah's Witness, so there was no Trinity. Like to be a Christian, like to be like, I guess, to enter the paradise, not, not heaven in this case, um, you had to be baptized and you had to like know or at least understand Jesus Christ and his sacrifice. Like that was kind of the idea. Mm-hmm. So that's really interesting. I had no I had no idea that the Baptists um also believed in the oh, yeah. Trinity. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You definitely okay. and, and and I think my thing the the reason why I think of all of the denominations I I probably linked better with Baptists than like some of the other ones is they really hold to the fact that you have to be of age to understand why you're getting baptized. Like I I know some people have like confirmation, right? So for, I went to a Catholic school growing up. Um, So first through fourth grade, uh, my parents sent me to a Catholic school, I think to continue my sheltering. (laughs) And when we get to the kink, I'm sure that that played a part to it. But I went, I was very sheltered. So I went to a Catholic school to to keep me out of the public school with all those bad kids. And um, it, it really messed with me because I'm going to Catholic school during the week and Sunday I'm going to church and it's two different ideologies, right? So um, it was very confusing for my small little mind, Uh, but it was also very um, helpful for me to learn to think for myself, right? So I'm I'm learning two different ideologies. Now I have to decide what do I believe, like what what makes sense to me. And I'm six, (laughs) right? Like, you know, I'm six, I'm seven. I'm talking to a nun about you know, this thing that she's taking vows for. And I'm going, that doesn't make sense. My my pastor told me this, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm having these debates with these nuns about the vows that she's taking. You know what I mean? So it was, yeah, so from indeed. a very young age, religion to me has been, you know, uh, a, a personal journey that you take. Um, but I think that you have to like really, it's, it's a constant studying, it's constant um, growth. Like the Bible is a living document to me. So I, I think that 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 um, for me, because I was put in that situation from such a young age, I have always just been curious about um, just learning about the different things and how they compare. No, that's really cool. Um, it seems like I feel like the, like the most Christians that I've spoken to, I feel like they have been somewhat closed-minded to learning things outside. Maybe they were taught to be closed-minded like I was. Like I was pretty much told that you can study, but only in a certain range of things. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want to get too too separated from what you were learning in every day as a Jehovah's Witness. So it was you know yeah you can study but don't go too far because then you'll be like entrapped by the devil no and 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 that's valid i mean if you think about how religion has been used to um corner people or make you know subdue the masses because it is it's it's been used as a tool to make people do what the um, government or the people in charge wanted to do because it's a way to like set rules and make people feel a certain way or give solace where you know people um, have felt um, you know just uh, they, they, they needed something to help them uh, you know live their life and tell them what to do so I feel like unfortunately some people need yeah. that <laughs> Right. And right. and, no, and in, a, in a time when we didn't have access to information the way we do now, um, it was a mm-hmm. lot easier for governments to control people and use the church uh, to do that. Yeah. Um, and I think, unfortunately, that mindset has carried on with some denominations. <laughs> and and uh, <laughs> I'm not... I'm going to sit here and not try to bash certain denominations, but I definitely have, um, I definitely have a preference <laughs> for some over others. <laughs> I mean, there is a certain denomination that, um, you know, the Crusades and, you know, we can blame them for that. And, you know, if you want to talk about all those wars and, uh, you know, who was in charge of some of that colonization, I mean, it wasn't, I'm just saying. <laughs> 
No, I'm all the way there for you. It, actually, I not only do I, I like really agree, but it's just nice. It's refreshing to hear, you know, a Christian understand that like, yes, they are Christian, but also, also the Christian faith has been complicated and Catholicism is a mess. A huge <laughs> mess, a huge mess. And I mean, I mean, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat it either. Like I, it concerned me. So I, as I said, I'm Baptist, but, um, you know, when you think about fundies and fundamentalists yeah. and the conservative right like that's my base <laughs> right um, but I, I mean, I'm gonna throw that on the Southern Baptist and be like that's them <laughs> that's, them. that's not my people that's not my people but because they're, they're I, mean, I mean if we got into it the church and the politics of the church it's just a lot and it is but I mean when you throw humans into anything it we corrupt it right so yeah, I mean so for me when I say like I say non-denominational because the rules that these bodies these organizations put around what I think are basic rules that God gave us it's, it's too much for me <laughs> like I no yeah. thank you like I can read the book and I mean and people have their issues with the book I, that's a whole other yeah. subject um, <laughs> and we can talk about that too when we start to talk about kinks um, if I, I take the book I read it uh, on a yearly basis I find new things in it I go to church school Sunday school um, I talk about it with my other with other like-minded Christians we debate about things and my I enhance my learning but you know I'm not gonna be beholden to something that someone else tells me and not think for myself and I think that that's a problem yeah. that some other Christians have they just don't yeah. think for themselves there we go. I, I appreciate that's half the reason that, that I have you on the show is because I know that you are Christian, but you definitely have a different way of thinking. You definitely think for yourself. And knowing that you also study the Bible at least yearly, I'm, I'm guessing you go through it like you read mm -hmm. it every mm -hmm. like every day or something like that. And you guys talk about it. That's cool. That's great. I love that. I did that for so long. So it's nice to see other people actually reading the Bible. Listen, I tell people all the time, like, like, for me, it's helpful when people want to have debates with me about like what the Bible says. And then like on both sides, yeah. right? When I'm talking to believers or yeah. non-believers, because some believers want to come at you with, well, this is, I'm like, that's not what that says. <laughs> like, if you, People want to cherry pick on both sides, right? People like to cherry pick verses to tell you why, you know, homosexuality is bad or why you shouldn't be doing whatever. And I want to be like, but is that what yeah. that actually says? Or are you adding context because you didn't read the whole chapter? Like you can't take a verse unless you yeah. read the whole chapter. And then you really can't just take the chapter if you're not putting it in the context of the book. So like, yeah. it's okay. all encompassing and you have to read it. And then at the same time, you know who knows the Bible the best? The devil. Like the like he knows all of it. So like <laughs> it doesn't even matter at the same at the same time. So like for me, I like to know it so at least I have some ammunition. Yeah, that's great. I, I appreciate that greatly. I feel like so many, so many religious people do not actually read the the book that they are learning from, and so that causes a lot of confusion and can make things very difficult for people who are who are just slightly different or or trying to worship God in a different mm -hmm. way. So I appreciate mm -hmm. that. Um, but let's uh, let's get into the kink fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, so on on the flip side, so I um I uh, consider myself pansexual. Um, I don't think about gender in general. I like people. <laughs> and so I, I want to say I connect to people on a on a intellectual level. So I guess I'm a sapiosexual. <laughs> but um, okay. it's, yeah, yeah. Because it's more, I mean, I'm probably, well, I'll admit, I'm super shallow, right? So you got to look. I have to be physically attracted to you. <laughs> But like, I'm not looking at, oh, it's a, it's a male or it's a female or, you know, I'm not looking at, or, you know, if they don't identify as a gender, I'm not really looking at that. I'm just looking at like, am I sexually attracted to you? Um, and then it has to be a connection of some sort. Um, but I'm not yeah. like gender is not something that I'm really. Well, that's, that's interesting. Have you like, I guess, have you seen a lot of gender fluid gender queer p 
people like in your Christian faith or like, you know, in your church or does that happen a lot? I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that there are people who are Christian who happen to be genderqueer and open and finding ways to worship yes, God. Yes, there, there, there definitely those, are, but just, I haven't I haven't come across that many in my church. So I go to a predominantly black church yeah. and not to say oh, that they aren't, but I go to a smaller church. Now I... When I was attending a larger church, I was going to the Potter's house when I was in Dallas. When I was at a larger mm. church, I think I had more exposure to different types of people. Um, so that yeah. I probably would have run into more different uh, types of people there. But I go, I go to a smaller church now. And so my likelihood of running into, you know, different people is a lot less. Um, so, so, so yeah, so I'm not running into that, but I do in my travels in my cities that I've lived in, I have run into people of all sorts of walks of life who believes in God. And and I want to say that when I'm meeting people, um, I try to make it clear. And I hope I come across that most people who know me know that I am Christian now for me the issue that I well not issue I have for the most of my life tried to um I guess come to terms with the fact that there are I I think it's duplicity between the sexual side that I have and you know this Uh idea that if you're a good Christian girl that you shouldn't have the sexual side right so it's like the whore Madonna paradigm right like should you be openly sexual and talk about these things and have these urges and thoughts but, you know, can someone still, like, look at you as repre- a good representation of a Christian? And I want to say, yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> why not? <laughs> like, I think so. Um, and, the, I mean, the argument I've always had, well, me, the discussion I always have with God is, if you hurry up and gave me my life partner, we wouldn't have any problems. Because I would be doing all this kinky shit that I want to do with them. <laughs> but, but you taking so long to send me my life partner. I mean, uh, what do you want? <laughs> yeah, like what uh what am I right. supposed to do? <laughs> like uh. you know, God, you know, you know, God will give you the desires of your heart. Stop helping me desire these things. Like I just, you know. So that's my big deal. And not right. delivering. <laughs> and it's funny, like I keep so um the running joke in my Sunday school class. So I have a women's I'm part of the women's group <laughs> and I'm just like, look, I'm getting older. God knows exactly what I want. <laughs> like, he knows that I just want a life partner. He understands this. So what is the problem? What is the holdup? In my whole life, I've, I've really just been like, is it because like I know from a sexual standpoint, perhaps marriage is not what I need because of all of the different types of things I'm into that perhaps I will get married and be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not what I signed right. up for. Unless exactly. I find, you know, someone who is also on board with all of the different things I want to do. And so maybe my, like, want is too high. And he's just like, I mean, I don't know if that's... <laughs> He's like, listen, right, quick. right, uh, right, right. Tough. He's like, I'm, I'm trying, <laughs> but like your list of demands is really a lot, <laughs> right? I mean, like, no, I mean, because I think about, because I'm like, I would love to have to, to meet a mate uh, or meet a husband and just like he be open to poly, um, be into you know a dom sub situation be into role play, be into, um, you know, maybe having a triad or like uh, a a poly situation where we had like pods of children. Like, you know, just I want like all of that. And like that takes a lot. Like people have to be like open to a lot of different things to encompass all of that. And I understand that being difficult on top of like matching, you know, morals and values and career goals and all of that you know what I mean so I it might be all order yeah. <laughs> it might, be, it might, it might be a lot but I don't think you should I don't think you should you should you know lessen your standards I think you should do as as much as you can to be happy and I feel like that person does exist it's just you know that motherfucker's a <laughs> yes, unicorn yes. You know I, want a, I want a purple <laughs> unicorn with pink sparkles exactly. and black streaks exactly. in his hair <laughs> 
thank God it's like I'm like he's goodness. like I know. <laughs> All right, he's no like, shot. I mean, this one has pink streaks, <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> Does this work? Uh, you know. Um, well, uh, what initially like drew you to kink? Like, what? Uh, when did your kink life, I guess, sort of begin? What was the first moment? <sighs> Okay, so I'm so I think that I had two. I'm gonna say there were two awakenings for me. So no, three, three, three awakenings. So, uh, (laughs) so my first was when I discovered that I enjoyed pleasuring myself. So when I was so when I was nine, (laughs) my cousins showed me a porn for the very first time. And they were like, have you ever seen, like, because I, I knew nothing about this. Mind you, perf- straight edged, right? Just on search, didn't do anything else, whatever. My cousins were like, we're going to, like, have you ever seen that? Did no clue. Right? So they show me this, like, my very first porn movie. And I was just like, oh. And immediately, something funny started happening on the inside. And I was like, hmm, what's that? And then I was just like, I kind of like that. So I just remember the first time I was like, I would like to recreate that feeling. And I just like started to play. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's nice. So then I was like, yeah, we need to do this all the time. So I think if I had been a little boy, it would have been bad time for my parents. Because it's a lot easier for little boys to like play with themselves. Like I do not um, envy moms with sons. (laughs) I can't imagine what it's like when your son finds his penis. Like, I can't imagine what that is like. (laughs) I'm no thank you. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I have I have two nephews, and my my poor sister is a single mother, Mm -hmm. and I'm just like, girl, and he's 13. I mean, I can't imagine what it's like when you find your. Because I just know the very first time I was like, oh, that feels really nice, and then I started experimenting with putting stuff in there. Yeah, no, so. I was legit putting stuff in there like what is here and I so like that was my first thing and then like we were watching it and the girl had a dildo and I didn't know what those were right so I'm just like what is this thing like I was just excited about the prospect that you could like do sexual things without another person because obviously I was gonna wait till marriage but this was a way to experience the pleasure and not like you know so that was that was one and then it wasn't until I was like older it's like 17 where like I actually like was doing it properly (laughs) and then I was like I was like oh (laughs) this is a whole different thing like this is I mean I was like I found my clit and I was like oh well it's over now and then I remember I went to like my first like adult toy party and I like found toys and stuff yeah that it was over it was over at that time. And at that time, I would only watch, like, softcore porn. Like, I would only watch, like, no penetration. I would only watch, like, you know, like, boob licking and sucking and, like, caressing and, like, dry humping. But, like, because, oh, yes, I was in a precious <laughs> little baby one. <laughs> because, because I was like, you know, this was, anything more than that was just too much. Um, it made me super uncomfortable. Yeah. But then I remember the I was in I was a sophomore, no I was a junior in college, and I was watching this video and it was it was a threesome, and this woman and guy were both going down on this woman, and the noises that she was making, I was super envious. <laughs> I was, and it was like the first time I had ever like you know because usually I would skip through the like. Um, Oral, so the kind of like, yeah, because I was like, mm, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like, I don't know like, you're in her part, like, she pees from there, like, you know, like, because in my head, I didn't understand, like, I didn't know, I didn't know yet, right? So I'm like, oh, that doesn't make any sense, right? right? Because I mean, I had come to terms with blowjobs because, you know, when you're younger, it's indoctrinated to girls that, oh, you have to give blowjobs because you can't have sex, but you can give blowjobs because that's okay. I don't know why little girl told this but we are because no right. sex is bad yeah but, you know you do want to make your boyfriend happy i don't know where that is to- like we're is shared with us but it is and so i wasn't having yeah. any sex um because i was gonna save it for marriage 
but I did have a boyfriend in high school for a short period of time and he was already sexually experienced so you feel pressured right because you don't want to be you know the prude who doesn't satisfy your boyfriend yeah right and because then if you get cheated on it's your fault because why didn't you give him a blowjob or what was it pretty big in catholic schools for like yes, anal to happen there are so like, many girls who have experienced Anal because they're like I mean I'm like and I want to be like girl it's the yeah. same thing you are it's the same thing and and, and the thing is like sex yeah, education I, thankfully I was at a school where they did teach us sex ed and you know what in the fifth grade fifth grade girl fifth grade our sex education was them showing us pictures of people who had been diagnosed with sex with STDs. These pictures were disgusting. I mean, it's like full on pictures of like gonorrhea gone bad, chlamydia all over the mouth. It's just, it was, girl. I mean, if that didn't scare these people, I don't know why these people were out here having sex and having babies. Cause I was like, no thanks. Don't want it <laughs> to see somebody's throat covered yeah. with little white dots. I was like, nah, I ain't putting a dick in my mouth. No thanks. <laughs> I was like, no, thank you. Yeah, it's pretty scary. It's but pretty I mean, scary. you know, in our school, wasn't yeah. promoting abstinence. They were like, look, we know y'all out here fucking. So <laughs> this is what happens. Please protect yourself. There are condoms in the health room. Like that was the real talk because did I walk across the stage with some pregnant girls? Oh yeah. <laughs> so they knew right. up. very So yeah, no, but I was like, you know, I got to college and I was still, you know, a virgin who was like, I'm saving it for a marriage. Nice. And but then by the time I got to my sophomore year, I was like, but what if I don't get married? Boom. What Boom. happens then? Mind you, <laughs> like after now, it's been ten years of me having discovered that I really enjoy orgasming. Like I like that a lot, and yeah. I've watched enough. I've watched enough porn to know that there are some things I want to try, <laughs> and I can't do them on my own. And at this point, I had owned you know a couple of toys, and I'm like, okay. What if I never <laughs> do it? So I did it. <laughs> I was like, eh, yeah. Let's do it. And mind you, when I made that choice, it was also at a point in my life where I was stressed out about school, felt overwhelmed, um, didn't know I had unchecked depression, <laughs> but like uh, all of those things. Right. So I don't know if, like, had I, you know, mentally been in a different place, did had my depression check I don't know if I would have made different decisions I don't know but um Mm -hmm. I did it and I was like yeah this is good this is nice sex is (laughs) this is yeah yeah um see I I feel like okay so then our our kink trajectory is similar I started off with masturbation as well um but I quickly also uh had sex actually you know my masturbation journey started when I was young when I got it with my own computer in my room, it was a mess. Like, I obviously, mm-hmm. I was looking at all the porn. And uh, I started touching myself, mm-hmm. but I didn't really know what I was doing. Because, you know, like, you know, I didn't really learn until I uh, uh, until I had sex. Until I had a penis inside me, what I was supposed to do. But I was just always, like, yeah. rubbing around. Like, I was like, okay, I'm figuring it out. And then I would uh, I would get to the point where I was about to come, and I would get so scared. <laughs> oh, so no, so you were edging yourself? <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. You were edging yourself? Yeah. That's horrible. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what this is. Like, I like, I like, I could make sense of the touches. I was like, okay, this makes sense. I understand why this feels good. But like, once it started to build, I was like, I don't know what's happening. Oh I did mean, that for a significant amount of time. And then after I started having having sex, and like, it wasn't, it felt okay. I mean, his, it's not like his dick was mm-hmm. fantastically big or anything, so it felt okay. But it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like what I thought it was supposed to feel like. So I was like, this is mm-hmm. interesting. How I'm. I'm okay, but this mm-hmm. isn't like exciting. And so I touch around on my own and do some things that were different. And I was just like, oh, 
this is what the yes. clit is, and this is how life Once works. Once you find yeah. the clit and the G spot, like I, so I found the clit by yeah. accident because I was wearing really tight pants. No, I'm not even kidding. I was wearing really tight pants. I was sitting on the corner of a chair. So the, the like, um, it was jeans, uh-huh. right? So like the point of the jeans was yeah. like right, like the crotch of the jeans was like right on my clit. And I'm sitting on the end end of oh, this edge of this chair and I'm a rocker. Like I rock back and forth. So I was like rocking <laughs> and yeah. all of a sudden it started to feel extremely good. And I was like, why does this rocking <laughs> feel better than it has ever and then all of a sudden I had the best orgasm and I was like oh there's something there (laughs) specifically that I need to figure out and I took my pants off and was like oh yeah that thing we're gonna that button right there that's the button and then so so for me the third the third kink step for me was I met this girl, uh, I'd moved to Texas. So after I graduated from college, um, I got a job and it had a rotational program. And the second rotation, just the last rotation brought me down to Texas. Didn't know anyone, um, was out there by myself. And I'm a theater nerd and I figured the best way to meet people, get into a you know, theater, right? Theater people are nice. <laughs> so I, I you know, <laughs> tried to figure out a way to get into theater, figured something out, got into a show met this girl she was really cool and so we started talking about things and I told her about this fantasy I had random fantasy so I'd always been into like being spanked I don't know why um (laughs) it probably probably ties back into you know having a strict upbringing yeah you know and you know being punished when I was bad and um I went to a Catholic school and they still use corporal punishment sometimes um Back when I was younger, oh. yes, I got whacked with a ruler oh. a couple of times. Um, I'm not gonna lie, cool. it happened. Yeah, it's yeah, uh, <laughs> yep, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So, like, I told her, like, there, there was something about like doing an assignment and someone telling me I did it incorrectly and spanking me, and she was like, "You just described something from the movie Secretary." And I was like, what movie? Oh, she yeah. She was like, oh, you've never seen it? And I was like, I've never heard of this movie. And we watched it, and I was like, oh, yeah, that. Like, that right there is what I need. <laughs> and she was like, okay. And that's when I learned that I was a sub. And I was like, oh, nobody told me. <laughs> like, nobody explained. Like, this is exactly, I need... Uh, Mr. Gray, like, why did no one explain that this is what I have been craving? Like, this is the reason why I was meeting guys and being totally unsatisfied with, like, what they were providing because I was looking for them to do these things without knowing to ask them. to. You know, like, I didn't know. Because, um, yeah. like, I'm just reminded of the scene in the movie where, like, after he she broke up with him and she was, like, trying it with different people and she was just, like... This is useless. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst. Yeah. Yeah. It is. That's a great It movie. is. And mm. I tell people all the time, like, it's now my barometer. Like, I, it's like a first date question for me now. Have you seen Secretary? Mm. If you haven't, can you go watch it and tell me how you feel about it after? Thanks. <laughs> tell me what your five most important uh, yeah. points were for yeah. the movie. Seem to know. <laughs> That's that's good. That's good. I mean, so you are pretty heavily submissive. Have you ever like, is that exactly where you are? And you don't plan on moving? You're not interested in being a switch or a dominant? You're just I don't. I don't really submissive? like being a switch. I think in my day to day life, um, outside of the bedroom and outside of personal um, romantic relationships, I'm pretty uh, assertive, and uh, I I have a lot mm-hmm. of control. Uh, not control, uh, responsibility. Um, and yeah, I don't, I, I would prefer in my romantic relationships to not have to do that. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> hand, hand, hand right over, right. like to that be able sense. to tell my partner 
this is what I like. This is what I don't like. This is what I'm comfortable with. This is what I'm willing to explore and allow them to lead us to where we're going to go. Um, I like that. I mean, yeah, that's a huge, oh, I love being a submissive. I enjoy switching, but being a sub is where my heart lies. Yeah. So I get it. I mean, I can say that um, I'm not, I mean, I can be so a brat sometimes, you know, sometimes if I'm not, you know. Oh, oh no, I'm 100% <laughs> a bratty sub. <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh, I like to make my dominant work for it. Like, you don't just get submission. You gotta earn it. You gotta fight me a little bit, you know, wrestle me with intellect and also mm-hmm. bodies. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yep. saying? Like, it's a, yep, it's, a fun, yep, yep. it's a fun little thing. So I'll ask you this, you know, before we had this conversation, you and I met in a group on Facebook. We've been friends yes. ever since. <laughs> I was talking to you a few days ago and I asked you, where does God go in your kink? So how do you fit that Yeah, so I mean, this? I, like I was saying before, I, I, it bothered me for a little while because I would meet people and they would see my sexual side because I don't think I can hide it. Like, I think it's, it's, it's. <laughs> oh, you can't. Oh, no. <laughs> Like I think my freak flag flies, um, but I also I I hope that like people can also see that I'm a good spirit, and I think that that's my Christian side. So for me, like I don't think he goes away, but I have to. I I I know he's watching at all times, right? But I I put him in like the corner of my mind, and I want to be like close the blinds. <laughs> I don't watch, <laughs> but I know he's always there. Like I know oh, he's always man. like for me. Um, the whole so the Trinity. We were talking about the Trinity before. So the Holy Spirit for me is that small, still voice, or that like tugging when you're about to do something you're not supposed to do, or that like you probably shouldn't do. Um, right. So like if I'm in a situation where I know I'm about to do some really kinky shit, <laughs> or like. It's about to be something that's a super naughty. If I get that like tingle that says, mm, you're about to cross the line, I know that I, that's where I know that's gotta be like, really? That, that's what we're doing right now. And, <laughs> right. And usually it's when it's with, and usually for me, I think it's more because of the person I'm doing it with and not necessarily, well, that's how I'm rationalizing, right? I feel like it's more because of the person I'm doing it with and not necessarily the activity. Because I feel like a lot of things, it's not the act that's wrong. It's the situation, right? So like you can do all sorts of freak, whatever you want if you're in a loving relationship if the person if there's respect on both sides if i don't i think that there's no problem in that case but i think sometimes like i mean i think the whole reason he wanted people to get married is so that you don't have these issues that arise with kids out of wedlock and um you know these relationship issues that people have with these situationships they get in and people not understanding where they are you know what i mean like when you add sex to dating it, I think it adds a level of um, what do they call soul ties or whatever people say. Like it, it, it adds this complexity, sure, yeah. and I think that's really all they're trying to prevent. But so yeah, I think that's yeah. the main issue there. I, I, I do, I do kind of. I mean, I've heard that soul ties sort of theory, and though I do feel like you know the people that I've fallen in love with, like. Obviously, the sex yes, yeah. has a lot to do with that. You know what I mean? I think the best sex I've had has been with people mm-hmm. who I've trusted and have been in dynamics with and things like that. Um, it is a deeper emotional thing. Like, I probably wouldn't mm-hmm. get into dynamics with, this, with just anyone. Like, I know some people do can do pickup play. You know, it's like, hey, you can come top me. You know, it's like, ooh, no, actually, can't do that. My emotions are involved. <laughs> I can't do that. But um, I do feel like, you know... I think, I think it's more when you can view emotional, like when you can have an emotional connection and sex. I don't think you always need one. And there's too many people that I've, yeah, there's too many people I've fucked and can't remember that, uh, <laughs> that I can't really say that. Every no, time you have no sex I agree somebody, with you there. I agree with you. And I know, I know for you. me, if, yeah. if it's just sex, I've definitely turned off that, like, 
that's that 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 small voice. Like if I'm just having sex because I need right. to like clean the pipes, I've turned off that small voice because we're I'm not trying to connect with you on any level. I'm just trying to fulfill <laughs> exactly. a physical need. Um but anything else right. and then I don't think that I've separated myself from God. Like I feel like he's here. He's probably like, "Really? Like this is what we doing today?" And I'm like, I mean, I already told you, if you sent me a husband, we wouldn't be doing this. And these are the conversations that I have with him when I, you know, when I do my prayers at night. I'm like, look, if you didn't want me to do this, we wouldn't have to be here. And I know he just shakes his head at me like, really? That's that's how you come to me? And I'm like, look, uh, we could fix this real easy. <laughs> that's it. Them's the break. Um it's, it's funny like this is like I kind of I'm an exhibitionist and I like being watched so whenever people were like God is always watching I'm like good <laughs> let, him, let me put on a show uh, that's not I don't know if that's the right attitude that's the thing like there, there are like certain boundaries <laughs> like like I, I probably would never have sex in the church like that's probably where I would draw a line just because yeah. like I respect the sanctuary now, would I have sex in the church basement? That makes sense. Maybe. That's not the sanctuary. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I don't know. Okay. I would feel, I mean, maybe I would like French kiss somebody and, or maybe get fingered. I don't know. But like, I would feel, I definitely wouldn't have sex in the church. Um. Okay. So like, I feel kind of weird about that. Like, I probably wouldn't have sex in the church, yeah, like in a kingdom yeah. hall. It's what the Jehovah's Witnesses call their churches. I probably wouldn't be able to fuck there. But I could get down in, like, a Catholic church. Like, I could get in, down. In some in, some, in, in, some, in somebody else's denomination, I got you. She's like, I mean, she's like, I can go to the synagogue. It don't matter. Exactly. That's Right. That's the way Like, what's going on in the mosque? No. No. No, no, no. <laughs> that is not. Okay. Incorrect, you know, those Buddhist temples have pillows. Right? They got Ooh, pillows. Oh, that's good. And that's like, helpful. She, see, this is wrong. <laughs> see, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> this is why I can't. Oh, yeah, that's man. why they don't let I'm me in I would watch, um, I would watch a know? porn about that. I wouldn't do it, but I would watch a porn about have, it. Yeah. Oh, See, that's good. See, that's why my next question was going to be like, how do you feel about like role play? Like one of my biggest like fantasies involving role play is like where the dude that I'm fucking mm-hmm. is, you know, a priest and I have been kidnapped or something wow. and a group of priests or some type of is is like using things on me and uh you know turns into wow. a group gangbang so, and i'm just so like uh, yeah, so the, that's, the priest that's a, that's and the brothers get it together oh interesting no you know what my so my role play together. my go-to role plays go-to role plays my my ideal role plays are um <laughs> teachers and students I being the student doctors Ooh. nurses yes. or uh patients and nurses um uh oh. why is this escaping me? Yeah. Um uh law enforcement, either prison guards or security guards or or, or um or police officers and um and anybody who they yeah. apprehend. Uh the, <laughs> those are my <laughs> those are my go- Oh, I also enjoy uh like uh babysitters so like the babysitter trope so like i'm the babysitter and then the parents come home so it's like a couple thing right so like the mother and father come and like i'm the babysitter yeah, yeah. so i like that and then, yes. then you yes. come I, and everybody comes. yeah i get it big, That's I don't know. because yeah. I, I think i like the whole like getting caught thing so like, i mean it's all role play right but like so like you're with one of the couple the other person comes in what's going on oh and then they just join in i i love the whole concept (laughs) of like the other person catching you and then being like oh i'll just join because (laughs) i just i I don't know because first of all i think cheating is horrible but i feel like if i ever walked in i've never to my knowledge i've never been cheated on but i feel like if i walked in on like some like something going on Depending on who it was, I would just be like, "Why didn't you just tell me?" And I would just join in, like, unless 
you know what I mean? Like, you know, I feel like yeah. my first things that would be like, how come you didn't invite me? Like, I would be upset about that first. And then I'd be like, wait a minute. <laughs> Were you not going to invite me? Like, what's going on? Yeah. What? Come on now. See, I would have been like, oh, like I would have joined. I mean. And then we would have had yeah, that conversation Yeah, like, like first you like, would do it. And then I'd be like, it? were y'all really not going to invite me? What's going on? <laughs> right. Because right. I feel like that's like, this right. clear. Like, <laughs> you know, like, oh, that's what really? I'd be mad about. I tell people that all the time. Like, yeah. it's not the, like, anyone who dates me, I'd be like, there is no reason for you to cheat. Like, there is absolutely none. All you got to do is talk to me. <laughs> Like, legit, all you got to do is have a conversation. Right? You, all you have to do is be like, hey, um, I was thinking about trying this thing. And I'm probably going to be like, yeah, that sounds cool. Let's do that. Let's, let's get it together. Yeah, I'm, I'm very similar. I'm very similar. I like, I like to watch and I like to be watched. And I like men. And I like, I like women when I'm with men. Like, I'm not... Like I, I'm heteroflexible, so I like going with the flow. So you know, if there's you know yeah. if there's stuff happening with another girl, I'm gonna get it on. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go do it. Let's go have some fun. And that's, yes. that's I'm glad that we're similar. Yes. I think that's yes, why we're yes. friends, to be honest. <laughs> we're very similar. Um, that's great though. Um, so as far as uh, you know, learning how or realizing that you enjoyed being spanked, what what uh, what was that all about? Like, uh, tell me a spanking <laughs> story. Um, I <laughs> I remember <laughs> this one time this guy I was seeing um I, we were just you know hanging out one day and he like asked me to do something that I didn't and I was like no I don't think so and he legit picked me up and threw me on the bed now mind you I'm not a small girl I'm I'm short I'm I'm short I'm five and three quarters. So, I, so for some of you, yes, I am a small girl, but I am also plus size, right? So I don't think bitty, bitty. I'm a small girl, but you know, for him, I was light work, right? So he picked me up and threw me on the bed, and I was like, "What the hell?" and um, proceeded to spank me. And I like it wasn't like you know playful spanks, like when someone's like hitting it from the back and like you know, no, 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 no. Like this was like disciplinary spanks. And I was like, and at first I was like upset. Ooh. Like, what are you doing? Like, I, you know, I was like, what are you doing? I was angry. But like, he wasn't going to stop. <laughs> like, I was in a position where I couldn't move. And like, it started to like hurt. And I was like, oh, like I'm being punished. Like, this is punishment. And I liked it. <laughs> I was just like, all right. Right. I was like, and then, like, and wow. then he was like, are you getting wet? And I got punished more because I was liking it. And I was like, this is not helping the situation. Oh. <laughs> like, just getting, and then, uh, yeah, it was, Ooh. and I was like, oh, that's fun. I think this is a thing now. And so like, all that did though now is like, I tried yeah. to keep finding things for him to punish me for. <laughs> I was like, hmm. But that's the point. That's the fun. That's what the brat yeah, comes yeah, in because you want to get. Yeah, he had a good spanking hand. Mm-hmm. It's so funny because like we like bef- prior to that we had always like ar- like this is the kind of person that I would get into arguments about like he was a nerd he was like a straight up nerd and so we would have debates about like stupid things and I would just be like you are so annoying and then, but then like but the sex was you know the sex was good um, and I was just like ugh and he asked I don't forget what he had asked me to do and I was like no. And then he picked me up and I was just like, oh, this is a whole different. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. like, okay. Like, never. never but he was also him. older. He was also <laughs> older, too. So I think that, that played played a role. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that helps. So um, I want to ask about, you know, the communities, um, the kink community and the church communities are very I would say very very different but you know the communities are similar in the sense that there's you know there's always people who have the Mm -hmm. right way the fundamentalists right (laughs) and there's you know there's the people who you know wing it do whatever they want there's gossipers you know they have very similar I guess setups and um have you experienced any stigma like from your church or religion or have you are you pretty much um 
like a yeah, no, I definitely don't like, uh, discuss work? my uh, sexual life with anyone that I'm in church with. So like nobody really would know. Um, I, I mean, I, I, this is legit yeah. one of the reasons I don't have like an OnlyFans or like when I was when I had a Tumblr page, why I didn't like put my face up there, even though I loved my Tumblr page. Um, yeah, and then, you know, my FetLife page, I, why I don't have pictures of my face, because I'm concerned that, you know, someone <coughs> that is in my church circle would come across my page. Now, that would mean that they were also <laughs> in, in, you know, doing the same thing, right? Bing, bang, boom. Um, but I, I'm more concerned with them taking that information yeah. and disseminating it, you know, with the community and and it's it's less yeah. about like my reputation and more about like my family right so like i don't i mean i have no idea what my parents think about what my life is like because i don't bring home any dudes i've never brought them home a boyfriend i don't even know if they think i don't know if they i don't know what they think i'm assuming they think that i'm, <laughs> I'm straight they might think i'm gay i have no <laughs> idea um because we don't really talk about it <laughs> like i think my dad asked me <laughs> No, he hasn't. And I think I appreciate that about my parents. Like, I've never, I haven't had the, I'm 30, I'm going to be 37 very soon. And it's not like, I'm not getting pressured by my immediate family. Like, why aren't you married? Like, I don't, those aren't the conversations. I think there might be like an aunt or two who might have mentioned it once when I was a little younger, but no one's like, oh, why is she saying, you know, to me, they might be saying it to my parents. But no one is coming uh -huh. at me. So at least my parents have been really good about sheltering me from that nonsense. Because no one should be bombarded with that bullshit. Uh -huh. <laughs> like, like nobody needs that. Nobody needs yeah. someone hounding you. Yeah, for, Why aren't you married? Why don't you have kids? What? Nobody should. Yeah. So I haven't been hounded like that. Um, but my parents just don't really talk to me about that. I think my dad said once to me, he was like, you're probably too smart for a lot of these guys <laughs> it was random like me and my dad were just sitting in the living room watching cnn <laughs> and he was like yeah you're probably too smart for these dudes and i was like okay <laughs> very true yeah i mean he's right he probably had been talking to somebody who had asked him why i wasn't married and had been thinking about it and then he just looked at me and was like she's smart <laughs> yeah 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 so then so then how how deep are you in the kink community like do you go to events or do you just sort of like hang out on fet life and meet people like yeah how so do i you think for me sort of it's more I, I think it's more organic than that so i do have a fet life account i meet people there occasionally but I am not as active. Like I, I think because I'm worried that I would get sucked in too easily. Like I really have a way of getting obsessed with something um, for a short period of time and then losing interest and then coming back and being obsessed with it again. And I think if I got too into it, I wouldn't be able to stop. Like it would be because because the thing is, there's two sides, right? I would love to have the traditional husband or wife and family with kids and all of that. And then I'd also like to do the like all the kinky shit. <laughs> um, but I don't think and we had this conversation earlier. Right. I don't know if I can find all of that in one person. And usually the people that I meet on FetLife are just the kink stuff. And so I spent a lot of my time in the yeah. in the vanilla world <laughs> trying to meet people and then being like, but hey, what kinks do you have? <laughs> like, <laughs> like is that is that like your second or third question? Like, oh, you, you're yeah, from so the church. It, it really goes like this. Are it goes, kinky? do we do we um do we intellectually match? Right. So are can we can we can I have a conversation with you? Okay. Mm -hmm. What what do you uh are we sexually matched? And then I asked them, do they believe in God? So those are that's the order, right? So there have been nice. times where okay. like their connection was there, we could have a good conversation, the sexual chemistry was there, and then I didn't ask the God question yet, 
and then mm-hmm. something happened. We hooked up, so whatever, you know, <laughs> some things. And then I asked the God question and had to be like, damn it. <laughs> because because I knew that this is just, just a physical fight. interaction exchange. It's not gonna be anything more because the you know, we can't we can't move yeah, we can't move past that, like because you know, we don't have the same whatever. Because I I respect I respect people well, who don't means- want to be converted. Okay, okay, okay. And yeah. I just wouldn't want to have to have the constant conversation. Right. Like if we ever had kids or I wouldn't want to, you know, I don't want to go through all that. Well, see, that leads perfectly into my next question, which is if you had to choose between kink or the church, which would you I could live, live which could you live life. without? Damn. I cannot. I've I've thought yeah. about it because you know, like you said, it's hard to find yeah. everything in one person, and I just I'm, I need that. that. The thing. I, I need somebody I think who's I can, at least I think I could. I don't know. Once or twice. I, yeah. I as long as I was getting as long as I was getting my organ. Like when I tell out. you, I just need to come. Like I, like that. That's the best thing for me. <laughs> like coming is my favorite part. Coming and making someone else come are my favorite oh. part. Like. Right. That's my favorite. That's legit. That's my favorite thing. part is coming. <laughs> and I mean, wa- having someone watch me come uh, or making me come and then making someone else come. It, like those are my two favorite things. Now, all the other stuff is icing. Like, I, I'll, however we get there, there's so many different ways to get there. But I, we get in there. <laughs> I need to come and I want you yeah. to come. Um, so I'm okay. Now it can't I don't want boring sex and I don't think vanilla sex has to be boring um or routine like I think some couples I don't know never Mm. been married I don't uh and I haven't had any like long-term relationships right um which is probably another reason why I'm not married (laughs) like like God's probably like yeah that's not for you Because I get, I probably get bored. Like he's probably like, yeah, yeah. it's me and you, kid. And <laughs> because I would probably get bored. Um, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't want. Like, I don't think vanilla sex has to be bored. I think you can yeah. keep it interesting and whatever. But I, I would hope that I wouldn't have to pick between the two. But yeah, my, um, my faith's really important to me. I, um, it's, it has been helpful to me in lots of ways I know that it's what has stopped me from um, doing some things that would probably have been detrimental to me health wise mental wise so yeah it's really important now I have to say on the flip side of that you know if I go without sex for like an extended period of time uh, that's detrimental to my health too yeah yeah so i mean i, I keep listening i'm telling you when i have this conversation with god i'm like look send me my partner send me my helpmate <laughs> to help me with these orgasms <laughs> <laughs> i appreciate that i do have a follow-up question no um is it difficult nope. to make you come or is it really like not. interesting same here. As I, I'm a submissive also, but it's like, it's lots of different things can make me come in a lot of different ways. And it's really listen, easy. So I, I, listen, I, I feel like when I hear about women that, who that's... have difficulty coming, I'm just like, girl, that's a, I don't even know. And I think part of it is because I started so early. <laughs> like I started so, with the, you know what I mean? So I figured out different things. Like, yeah. like when girls, will, some girls are like, right? oh, I can only come from penetration right. or, oh, I can only come from clitoris or, oh, I can only come from the G spot. And I'm like, mm-mm. There's like five different things. Like that's just the vaginal. Like you could play with my tits and I'll pop. Oh, it is. Oh it is. wow, that's that's nice. I can't do that. I yeah. mean, I can get there. I can get close, but I can't. I can't do it. Like I, you know, I gotta, gotta get something going. But that's that's fun. I'm excited. That that's a that's a that's a fun time. This is what I'm saying. I'm like I'm get like heat. I'm like Lord, put together an advertisement. Let's go. <laughs> Yes. Are you looking for a wife a black, to easily black. get off? Like, come on. Who's not going to answer that ad? I, listen, yeah, I'm telling you, know, you there's some, there's something. As as needs to, I mean, maybe you know. there's a feature that I'm not aware of that he's like, mm. <laughs> 
Hold on. <laughs> well, I, this is this is great. I'm really glad that I've been able to I've been able to connect with a Christian like this in a really fun, exciting, sexy kind of way. That's that's great. Um, now, Miss Melanie, you are you yeah, can have a podcast as yeah. well, right? It's a two and a possible. Yeah. So me and, and my guys, co-host, what you guys do on this podcast? Talk about uh, movies, TV. I mean, back when uh, movies were still in the theater and we were not locked down in COVID, but uh, now now you know now we talk yes. about the movies that are on Netflix and other streaming services. <laughs> Uh, but we talk about movies, TV, current events, uh, the news of the day yeah. from different perspectives. So Rashawn is a dude. He's younger um, and he's black American. I'm a female. I'm a generation uh, Y and I am uh, a child of immigrants. So we have different perspectives. Um, we argue about things. <laughs> Because because of our different perspectives, and you know, it's all from the perspective <laughs> of black fun. nerds, so that adds a little spice to it. So yeah, we have some good conversations, um, some healthy debates, um, and we have different tastes and things. So when we watch uh, the same kind of shows or different kind of shows, you get to, to hear our perspectives. That's really exciting. I'm I'm glad I could have you on the show. I'm gonna link your your podcast below so that people can follow follow you there and see if you if they like what you're saying about the the pop culture and the reviews uh, for all the TV shows. And I'm just so glad I was able to talk to you about this and get your perspective because it, it's. <laughs> It's a fun perspective. I hear you. you. I've, coming, I've been burned by the I Christian hear community. You. So you're like a nice owl bomb. It's like, oh no, girl. Listen, Christian I know. Listen, he, he's Gabby working on me. Sometimes. And this is an area he <laughs> and I come, you know, we have a constant conversation about. But yeah. Yeah, no, I, yeah. yeah this is yeah, fun. Well, it was so good to talk to you. Thank you so yeah, much. I would definitely love that. Thanks yeah, for Yeah, I'm hoping we can do it again sometime. Bye. The latest MCU movie or Star Wars movie? What's streaming on Netflix or Hulu? The latest drop in the music industry? Current events, as well as what's the weather today? That's what you'll hear from Miss Melanie and Rashawn on Two and a Possible Weekly. Check us out. Come and spend some time with your favorite blurds as we talk about pop culture, music, TV, and whatever is on our mind this week, join us. <laughs>